0: What's up, Critical Thinkers? Kid Carson, thanks for joining the podcast today. Part of the experience of the last couple of years may have been for you the fantasy of moving out of the city. What if we lived somewhere where I could have a big garden? What if we lived somewhere where we had a well? What if, what if, what if? Of course, most of the time these things are just fantasies because they seem to be maybe too far out of our reach or too complicated. But we have a woman on the podcast today who's doing it. She's just starting out. She's found a property. And she's done a ton of research that she can share with us today. That might fill in some of those holes or blanks that are, you know, maybe preventing us from taking this idea more seriously. Now, I'm gonna tell you, she's hardcore. She's gone all the way, which is kind of fun, because we need those people. She's a type, she's done the research. And she's kind enough to come in the studio and share that with us today. She's gonna share this interesting concept of a healing home probably because she's very passionate about detoxing your body. So we'll talk a little bit about detox. Then we'll talk about this healing home that she's creating. And you know what, Vanessa is just a cool, fun person to talk to. So please buckle up and enjoy this conversation.
1: After 12 years in BC, we decided we needed to go back to um, our family. So we're from Quebec. And uh, we just packed everything sold everything we had left with four boxes. And um, found this uh, piece of land so we have acreage and we were just craving to have this um autonomy so we needed you know i'm like you said into wellness so i wanted to create a space where we could really heal and heal ourselves and heal the land and yeah. have food autonomy and water autonomy and you no know, 5g towers so we found oh, this God. perfect spot
0: even if we don't ever uh, have the ability to do it we want to live vicariously though through people who, who do. And maybe it's not as difficult as we think. I don't know.
1: That's that's the thing is you just need to have you just need to do it.
0: I go back and forth. I mean, I've always been a, a downtown living guy. Yeah. I don't know, wanting to be a part of the energy. We like to see people and just walk outside and get a coffee and but now we do have these days where you know, you don't we're like, want
1: to see anybody.
0: Right, we're kind of like, ah, you know, I don't want to see the guy riding his bike with his mask by himself. It's just not, <laughs> it's something unpleasant. And I do. I like the idea of being able to just let my kids run outside and do whatever, and then call them when it's dinner, like a little bit old school.
1: You yeah. Know? That's really what we were craving. We actually had a house here on the east side and we just couldn't let our kids roam free bare feet because there were needles and we would be picking up condoms every morning by our car. And we're like, how are we putting so much money into this mortgage, and we can't even let our kids roam free, like, this is so wrong. Uh, But I see what you mean about the city, like it brings such a vibrant lifestyle. But for us, definitely the past two years had us reflect pretty hard on you know, do we want to be so dependent on something that we don't we don't know where, you know, all of yeah. this is going to go so we wanted to just create a bit more independence we wanted to be closer to family uh, not to have to worry about travel so much because we don't know what's going to happen like we've been stressing so much and and we'll we'll talk about this but we know stress is just so bad for you and your health so we thought well, let's just control what we can and create that life that we want and like i was saying to you before offline we are off grid but we're not like we're literally the piece of property next to the school so the kids will just run through the bushes and go to their school and we can walk to a coffee shop there's like so these smaller communities are really really growing right now this town that we found it's just so aligned it's like-minded people that left the city in the past couple years it's just it's vibrant but yet, we're all farming, we're all growing our own stuff, wow. we're all, so it's really, it feels like we're going back to a wisdom that was somehow lost, and we're just going back and reconnecting with that piece of us that we, we know has just been buried,
0: mm-hmm. right? When
1: you connect back with the land and nature, it's just...
0: I'm all about it. How did you even start?
1: For us, we did it in transition. So we actually left Vancouver and went to the Okanagan first and had our lake life there. And we had an an acre and a half and got to really live in harmony with nature. And then we just started craving for more. We just We just started craving for just more land and more family time and just going back to basics. Mm. Like you said, I just want my kids to just play outside all day long and not have to worry about anything.
0: And how did you like you talking about these communities? I'm, I'm assuming because there are so many people that want to do this sort of thing. Like, how did you find the place you're in now? Is it just by luck? Or was it?
1: It's a mix of different things. But this village we found is, is one of the first echo village um, in Quebec. So it's, it's very green. It's very environmentally uh, friendly. It's, uh it's organic farmers, it's people that want to make a difference. So it is a mix of researching, vibing, you know, visiting places, seeing how you feel visiting coffee shops, I'm all about that, like just going in and and visiting farmers markets, seeing the people talking to people. And that's it just happened it will oh, find so cool. you it will find you you know if you start putting the feelers out and taking yeah. I, I i really believe that
0: what was the most difficult part about doing all this because we all build up at least i do i build up a fantasy of how it's just going to be going to wake up in the morning and sip my coffee and look out over my garden and i'm going to get to it it's going to be blissful and my kids will be you know, I don't know. Oh, yeah. We everything's perfect, and and then reality must hit at some point. <laughs>
1: well, I'm still in the fantasy because we haven't even moved in yet. So oh, really? About this, <laughs> we actually, um, I'm I'm actually kind of filming and making a little vlog about this because exactly to your point, people are like, "How the heck are you doing this? Where do you even begin? What? How does it even look like?" So I've started filming myself and our our family through this process because we're doing renos now. And yeah, right now is just grass. And we're gonna have to turn all of this into gardens and forest gardens. So I'm reading on permaculture and biodynamics. Oh, my God. So it just it goes as far as you want to take it. For us, you know, we want this to be maybe our forever place. So we're just doing it right. And then I'm adding another layer of challenge because I've decided that this would be a healing home so i'm i've been researching and i'm not bringing any furniture or anything that has toxins in it
0: oh my god okay you know we're gonna do a follow-up interview in a couple months and i suspect your hair is gonna be sticking up like this oh yeah and I, you're just sure. gonna look like
1: no but <laughs> seriously, <under> your <laughs> i was like the amount there's something actually called the toxic home syndrome because our homes are so toxic now from just those glues, the formaldehyde, the paint fumes, the VOCs, it's it's a disaster. Uh, And it's everywhere. And most of us have no idea. We still we start having this, you know, skin rash, and we have asthma and eczema. And we wonder what's going on. But yeah, even your home can make you sick from the air we breathe and all these fumes. So I decided to just do the heavy duty research. You know, I drove my designer absolutely bonkers. She's like, you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> like I'm getting a, a couch from Sweden and like, oh my and then I'm driving our, our mill worker crazy because we're redoing our kitchen. And I'm like, so we're not going to be using glue, right? He's like, uh, well, how, how are we, <laughs> how is it supposed to be, you know, working and anyway you know we're just using like solid wood and and natural oils to finish it and no varnishes
0: oh my god this is great we need people like you that go all the way
1: exactly that we can go oh my god yeah
0: we can go halfway
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i do all the crazy stuff so you can pick and choose what you want but yeah so i've been i've been just like documenting it all because i feel like when i researched about it there was nothing available
0: so now you call this a healing house. Is that a term you came up with or is no, that no. a thing?
1: No, I just I just I just decided I wanted to make sure our house was not making us sick and wow. and allow us to heal.
0: Interesting. So that's just a term you.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just healing do house.
0: Wow. Isn't oh, like you just that? Came, that was off the top of your head. Yeah, I'm going to create a healing house. Yeah, wow, it sounds like it's a thing. Like I was ready to Google it.
1: Oh, okay. So and look let's up do it. healing houses.
0: <laughs> um, how can people watch this vlog
1: doing like a weekly update? and uh, I'm YouTube hoping, or yeah, it will YouTube. do YouTube.
0: Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, we'll We'll put the link in this yeah. conversation so people can find that. Yeah. Interesting. It's funny because we now are just starting to have this conversation about the products that we use on our bodies. Mm-hmm. And, but I've never talked to anyone about the glues in the furniture and all these different materials that are in yeah. our houses. Well, when you
1: start thinking about detoxing it, you know, there's more I think the WHO said uh, 144,000 men made chemicals were uh, released last year alone. Uh, well, identified, um, which is when you think of it, it's
0: 144,000? Yeah. Just last year?
1: Yeah. Th- that were identified. Wow. And all those chemicals are man made. And it keeps growing. That list keeps growing. And so that's everything from your you know all the microplastic and all the fragrances and all the things that are in beauty products but of course pesticides and glyphosate and all these things that are harmful for us and we know that it's now made its way into our entire food system our soils our air so mm. unless you want to live in a bubble which you know nobody wants that then one of the solution is to detox on a seasonal basis just just to allow your body to Survive, right. essentially.
0: And so that's what led you to creating this yeah. detox community.
1: So I did with
0: the, the support group. <laughs> that
1: freaked me. Yeah, I, that scared you, didn't it? Oh
0: yeah, my wife's like, "We're gonna do this thing." I'm like, "Cool, I'm I'm in." She goes, "Okay, I'm gonna order it." I'm like, "Hey, order it." Okay, good. It, it arrives in the mail, and I'm like, "All right, let's do it." And how long is this? It's oh seven days. <laughs> we would normally do a five day thing. I'm like, seven days. Okay, all right, seven days. And the first two days we don't eat. I'm like, yeah. what? And then she goes, and there's a link to the support group. And I go, what the hell is
1: happening? Oh yeah, support it's, group. It's serious business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did you feel like the first two days were hard?
0: Well, yeah, of course, because yeah, the first two days it's, you're not eating. But then afterwards, it was great. But by day three, it was really like awesome. Because I've done this type of thing before, yes. and I do really enjoy, although it's difficult. I do enjoy the discipline mm-hmm. because. I usually don't really have a lot of discipline when it comes to, it's just like I eat, but I want Mm -hmm. to eat and Mm -hmm. I'm pretty. So to rein rein everything in feels good Mm
1: -hmm. to know,
0: to remind myself that, yeah, I can be very, very disciplined. It's very empowering too. Yeah. To day one, say I'm going to do this. And then you wrap it up at day seven and then you feel like your confidence really goes up. It really does. And it
1: creates momentum too. But if we, if we even just take it a, a step back, like the, what you just said, detoxing, let's say on a seasonal basis, that's what I do. So, you know, three, four times a year allows you to have that regular lifestyle in between. Because when you detox, you just you just remove all these accumulated toxins, you give your your liver a chance to catch up. Hmm. Because our livers weren't designed to deal with 144,000 and forty-four thousand man-made chemicals. So at one point, it just gets clogged up a little bit like your car air filter. Mm-hmm. At one point, it You know it doesn't do its job anymore right and our liver filters our blood every six minutes and so if it's not in good shape your blood is not clean and Mm -hmm. without clean blood you know then disease will start to happen you know you just said it it's not that big of a deal it's like seven days um but the difference you feel after and it just allows you to get rid of those toxins and you know, I didn't design the actual detox itself, I designed the community around it, but the, um, the detox is from Dr. Cabral and he's a board certified naturopath who did um, the health coaching program that I did, but he has a really good analogy. He compares our body to a rain barrel. And essentially as you go about with your life, you breathe and eat and do all the things, your rain barrel will fill up with toxins that you don't see, right? Those are invisible. Um, But as your rain barrel fills up like a regular rain barrel, at one point when it's full with rain, it overflows. And in our body, when our toxic load is too high, that's when we start to have dis-ease of the body. Mm. So we start having symptoms and we start not feeling good, brain fog, fatigue, insomnia, eczema rashes digestive issues all the things you know over the years uh, especially the past 50 years pharma has created a way to label these symptoms and cluster them together and put a name on top of it Mm. oh so you have this autoimmune and here's the pill that goes for that
0: of course gotta get that pill of course
1: but if we just look back, really what's happening is our bodies are having a hard time catching up with this toxic load that it was never designed to do. So it's either that or it's a deficiency in vitamins and minerals because our soils are, are completely depleted from those. So it's usually one of those things and when you fix that, suddenly your rain barrel goes down mm. and you start to not have these symptoms anymore. So.
0: And, and this is something we should do, even if you're not feeling.
1: You actually should do it before you have symptoms, right? Because doing a detox will empty your rain barrel drastically. So it's a preventative tool. But of course, if you're not feeling like yourself and you have all of these symptoms, a detox is never going to hurt you.
0: What is some of the things that we're eating that are the most damaging? Oh boy. I mean. Well, anything. Your, your face just went.
1: how much time do you have where do we start well anything that's processed that's that's a given um but unfortunately in our fresh produce you know with glyphosate it's just made its way in in our soils everywhere so if we don't commit to eating organic or at least following the clean dozen or dirty dirty dozen list that you may have heard of Mm
0: -hmm.
1: if you don't commit to that then you know that you're eating pesticide day in, day out. And what that does is it completely, pesticides are antibiotics, right? They destroy the, the insects, that, that's their purpose. And so when you ingest that, it destroys your own bacteria and your gut microbiome. And then it creates these imbalances and more toxins and more stress on the body. And then you're just in that vicious circle.
0: Now this is inside. The fruit, or is it like just on the outside? Like you wash it, and you're okay. Or you're talking about the soil, and it's in yeah the actual fruit.
1: That's the problem now.
0: Does organic make a huge difference? It, I mean, we it
1: does. Does it? Okay, good. But the best is if you can find a local small farmer that you can see and that that you know you can trust. Because these large organic farms, let's say in California, they're just so big now, and they're next, literally next to a regular farm. So we know Mm. that the soils are contaminated. Maybe they're not spraying, but the wind blows, and it's just all kind of. It's like how, like, and it's hard to trust now these larger food companies. Yeah, (laughs) and so
0: yeah, I got to find a a local.
1: Local is the way, and you know, actually, small farming um, is getting a change world really because if we're all let's say producing a little bit of our own produce and then we're relying on our immediate community for food then we're not going to have all of these supply chain issues that we're having and yeah going back to basics okay so if
0: we want to get before we move on if we want to be a part of this detox that you do yeah where do we find it
1: so i have it on my website vanessagrotman.com okay. and then you can just sign up i do it every three months so the next one starts in september after kids go back to school so you have time to focus on you and well,
0: that's the fun part is you're doing it with other people
1: yeah exactly
0: so that's the whole part of the community is i was freaked out at first when my wife said that there's a support group and i thought this must be the worst like detox ever if you need to like is there a hotline you call and you can just cry I'm hungry. Yeah. But it's it's more like uh, you send out like email da- daily emails yes. saying, Hey, this is how you might be feeling on day number three. Yeah. Um, You're you're doing great um,
1: yeah, it's tips and tricks and you know, recipes and how to prepare and making making sure basically you're set up for success because you can sign up for these things. But if you you know, the goal is to carry through and do it fully. So, you have the full benefits. And so, I really believe in, in daily guidance and support. And nobody can, you know, it's hard to afford, let's say, a private health coach to do this. So, I think the community format is definitely more approachable. Yeah. And there's something nice also about knowing that you're not alone. Like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm not alone doing this. Like, Misery loves crazy. company. Of course.
0: Yeah. Of course. And it can be hard to not eat. That's when you start, you can go a little nutty. Oh, you yeah. Know?
1: Yeah. It it does bring up a lot of things, so that's why I try to support also, you know, just saying, okay, you might need to go for a little walk, you might need to go for a little Epsom salt bath here. um yeah. But the, there is a the reason why this includes two days of fasting is really so that we're not adding more inflammation and toxins. Like we're really just giving our liver a chance to catch up, catches breath for the first time in a long time. Right. And then okay now we can deal with anything that's been building up and then there's the right supplements also that will support liver detoxification. And what I love about this detox in particular is I don't know about you, but there's like the side effects are actually manageable like you're not you're hungry, the first two days, Mm -hmm. but like other detox and you you've done many so you could speak to that but you know, you'll be like miserable, like headaches, and you can't even think and you can't even I don't believe in that I don't think we have to be miserable to heal. In fact, I think it's the opposite. Let's try to make it enjoyable. Let's try to make it doable. uh, Because if we don't want to add more stress to the body, right? So it's all this balance, if we're trying to heal, and we're in a stressed environment, it's just not going to happen, right?
0: Well, it's good. And the first two days are fine because you are on a kind of adrenaline at that point. The yeah. first two days, you're all excited and enthusiastic. You've and told you everyone, see- you know, you're doing
1: it. <laughs> Which is the key, right? Because you're accountable.
0: Right. And you're just already like, oh, and people are, how's your, how's your detox? How? And so by the time at the end of the second day, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to kill everyone around yeah. me. Yeah. And that's when you can finally start eating. And it's not like you can't eat anymore. It's, it's just, there's a certain food you can't eat. So you're having salads and all that good stuff. So I did, I did enjoy it actually. Wow. I'd say enjoy,
1: you know be what? honest. Be honest. But it
0: was uh, I. I could get through it. Yeah, I could get exactly. through it exactly. And if yeah. you can
1: get through it, we all can. Right. right, exactly.
0: And you mentioned about having a health coach. I know that's something you also do. Yep. What's involved in having a health coach?
1: So normally, it's it's a three month process minimum because the reality is we have so many things that we've accumulated that it takes a while to you know it's like we're peeling the layers of an onion. So it takes a while. Uh, but over three months like we we start with um, spending at least 60 minutes together get to know your history anything that you may have tried that worked or didn't work and then we dive into um, what's called it like a de-stress protocol so we're, we're talking about diet and exercise and your stress level and toxin removal and we will talk about like maybe heavy metal exposure that you've had and we'll talk about how to shift your mindset a little bit um, so that you can be successful. And it's, um, it's just like a very organic, authentic process. Uh, and then we touch base on a monthly basis. But like you said, it's just someone that can hold your hand and keep you accountable, but also just give you the shortcuts, right? Because right. I've been trying to heal myself personally over 15 years. And, you know, I've tried everything out there. I did all the functional medicine doctors and the bioidentical hormones and this and that. And at some point, the detox is actually what made it click for me. Mm. It's really when I started being like, oh, wait a minute, I couldn't heal because I had all of this built up in me. Plus, I was really stressed with work and being a type A. You know have always being like go 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 and not realizing that that was causing more harm than good um so the nature aspect so finding land and arriving and that really helped from a healing standpoint as well yeah until
0: you actually have to start digging up that grass then you're going to then reality is going to hit you it will you might be running back down to downtown
1: (laughs) no no i don't think so because i don't miss the needles (laughs) <laughs> but, right. but no, I mean, that's when you get some help.
0: I'm excited about this. I'm really excited about this process that you're gonna go through. And you mentioned, I can't remember remember if we were offline or not, uh, I mean, you're documenting it, but also you're creating a, an ebook or a, yeah. can you tell us about that?
1: Well, only because when I did our first move from the city to the Okanagan, um, so that was pre-pandemic, actually a few months before the pandemic started, which, wow, the, re- the universe really had our back here, like just moved us out of the city right in time. Um, I started just writing journaling all the things we were going through and making like checklists because I thought, well, this would be helpful for others. Like if it's been helpful for me, it would be helpful for others. So I just started documenting it and I've used it again for myself looking for this new property. So I felt like, I think now it's ready to be shared with Can you give others. an example
0: of what types of things would be on that list.
1: So I have, it's actually like 70 pages long.
0: Wow. Oh my God. Oh my god 70 pages
1: well because it looks like a simple move but
0: (laughs) i just ruined the whole fantasy
1: (laughs) can 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 i like i'm a type a i told you already right so i go as far as like okay check where's the closest antenna and where's your water coming what's your tap water source do you have is the city you're looking at using fluoride and chlorine in the water like i'm just going this it's is like great. a full biohacking guide for people that want to move out of the city. So yeah, I take it probably farther than most people would, yeah. would.
0: The rest of us can look at your checklist and go, okay, I can do like half of these things and prioritize, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But it's also just reflecting. So a lot of it is journaling questions, like like I said to you before, okay, what's keeping you in the city? What's really working? And then what's not working? And how can we find another place? that gives you the benefits of the city, but without all the things that you don't like, like Mm -hmm. the village that we found, like for me, a coffee shop, a community, like a a farmer's market, uh, a bunch of families with young kids like me that think alike, that's really important. So we found that.
0: Okay, so this ebook that you're creating, Mm -hmm. because we really, I I personally want it (laughs) because I want to-
1: You'll get first dibs.
0: Yeah, I mean, I want want to uh, manifest something. I just know that it's building in my mind. And I think with my wife as well, where we talk about, you know, what we go back and forth from because we're living up by UBC. I mentioned you offline. Yeah. It's a little bit just a little bit that 20 minute outside of downtown yep. is frustrating because if we're going to be out somewhere, I want to be out somewhere Yeah, right?
1: like you're you don't have the seawall and you're right.
0: Yeah. Or if I'm going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Down here because we missed it. Yeah, like I said, riding our bikes on the seawall. It's a real toss. Like, so I would love to go through the e-book. And, look at your lists and really start to put a mental picture together. I'm sure long before we actually make a move, but I love that you're doing this.
1: Um, you said something very important manifesting, mm. and that's actually part of the book too, is building your vision and going as far as making your vision board. For me, I'm a very visual person, like having a visual vision board and I involve my kids. Like this is a whole family process, wow. but it becomes like a, a family adventure. I'm not just pushing on them my desires or my dreams, because that's not going to work. We've got to do it together. And we all want it. We all need to want it. Because when you're moving, we're uprooting kids. And how old are your kids? Um, five and eight. And I can see oh, like, that's exactly what my kids are. Five and eight. Yeah, wow. I was working out with your with your wife when uh, our babies were not sleeping. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, it's <laughs> oh, 5 a.m. Like, what? <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> we should be sleeping
0: oh my god what 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 is that like getting your kids involved was there a trick to getting them enthusiastic about the move
1: the vision board was really key for us like getting them to pick images like spending time on pinterest and like what do you want and my son would be like oh i want to be able to ride my mountain bike and do jumps and okay great we'll do that and then Mm. my my daughter was more like well i want my own room and my big space and a garden and you know a swing in the tree. And okay, great. We'll get you that. Right. So we just focus on little things like that. But I'm not saying it's easy. Like with a five year old, I don't even think he remembers what we where we were a a year ago. Yeah. But with my daughter, it's a bit more of a process. So definitely involving her. um, And because it'll be hard, you know, they're losing their friends. And yeah,
0: I think that's really cool to train young humans to they can design their own life or have a say because most of us just well this is what's here and we just sort of do what everyone else does and it's always been done this way but the idea to give a kid plant that seed that like okay well manifest like what do you want your life to look like i think that's really really cool
1: yeah yeah it's uh it's definitely something i wish i had for sure mm-hmm. um and i'm trying to yeah it, it, they not they're not seeing it like that right now right but I do hope that one day in the future, they'll be like, this was really cool. Like, thanks for the experience. Yeah. Um, and it's just giving them a life skill too, to be yeah. able to be adaptable and be okay with uncertainty. Wow. Because when we moved, we actually didn't, when we moved from BC, we had like, we hadn't found our place yet. So we just left with everything with absolutely nothing ahead of us.
0: Good for you guys. Cause it, it really is, um, Uncertainty is like the worst feeling It's and especially, I mean, everyone, but especially for women, I would say, hopefully that's not a sexist thing to say, but you know, like for my wife, she really wants like security. Like usually for women, they really want security. They really want that to be safety is usually a feminine energetic thing. Yeah. So uncertainty is not a thing that my wife enjoys at all. Um, Men are usually a little okay. I think with uncertainty because it's kind of adventurous, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I love adventure. So, like if we don't really know what we're doing i'm like a little more okay with you that can navigate but then my wife is like
1: we don't know what we're doing and that's just <laughs> because as a woman we feel responsible for our family and our mm-hmm. kids right it's just this deep deep connection that we just can't ignore so we're trying to provide for the family not in let's say a financial way per se but more like making sure our kids are looked after and they have the security and the safety so yeah it is challenging mm-hmm. and that's why i'm also having so many women reach out to me after the past couple years which have been just uncertainty and they're just feeling so lost and just just so run down they're just like i don't know who i am anymore i don't even know where to begin i just i yeah
0: which is why I'm so keen on this ebook that you're doing this, this vlog that you're launching. And then, um, cause we need, we need people to like guide us along and, and inspire us and get us excited about, okay, she's doing it. Wow. She's doing it hardcore. But <laughs> She's doing it.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking it all the way. Yeah. I'm going for it.
0: This is great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, this has really been a fun conversation.
1: Yeah. And I hope I I'm going to have you in our next detox. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Well, you know, I, I get it. It's just fine here. Right, just fine right here. here at the I'm bottom of this leaving. page. <laughs>
0: awesome. You're the best. Double high five.
1: Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Get out Thank there and you. detox
0: and move to the forest. Okay. Basically. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
1: thanks <laughs> Thank so much.
0: You. Guys, thanks so much for the likes, comments, and most importantly, for the shares. We need those shares. They help us grow. If you got a guest idea, DM me from inside the Kit Carson app or email me from kidcarson.com. Until we meet again, remember there are a seemingly infinite number of emotions. They all fall into one of two categories love or fear. Choose love over fear, and you win. I appreciate your attention so much, and we will talk soon.